near my face. I'm all talked out. <laughs> so as per usual, <laughs> Michelle and I have talked for. I think I got everything out already. How much did we talk? Um, we've been here since we've been here two over two hours. Um, we like to talk a lot. So we've been really, we've been what taking a break for a while. We've been kind of off our normal yeah schedule because of me. It's my fault. Um, I mean, you weren't you weren't I wasn't sad about it. With it. <laughs> no. <laughs> so. Yeah, I've been having illness issues. I've been having lots of migraines. You seem on the, all the time, though. I know. I think I feel a lot better now that I've like gone to the doctor and like hashed out a bunch of stuff and feel like there's, you know, light at the end of the tunnel. So it's to also speak. officially spring. Yes, it's, it's fucking like nice out, degrees. and it's not. Yeah, I hate being that person who's like, I can't do things in the winter. I'm totally that person. But this winter, I kind of was. Yeah, I got real. I got real SAD bullshit I just feel going like on. I can't hate summer and winter. That's eliminating a <laughs> lot of months. I hate summer and winter. I I mean the but I think unlike a lot of people, like you and I, don't mind like quote unquote bad weather. Sure. Like we like when it rains and we like thunderstorms and we day. like yeah. Like we aren't mad when it's like yeah. forty two degrees and like kind of rainy. Oh yeah, no, like, that's that fine. That sounds great. I got a bunch of work done. I can still go outside and not be miserable sounds perfect what's been really obnoxiously sunny <laughs> recently and i feel like i might be the only person in chicago who hates, the, hates sun, the sun but it's because i can't completely block the sun from oh, the studio from windows um like basically i'm constantly afraid my curtains are going to fall down because we had to drill through the brick that sounds like a personal concrete problem. it is um, but like the sun beats down on me and it's hot. Yeah. Even if it's like zero degrees out, if it's super sunny, yes, I will, sun be will be sweating. Yeah. And then this is really petty. <laughs> I can't see the screen on my iPad when it's oh, sunny. Oh no. So I had like last week, I had to wait until later in the afternoon to start watching you the can't OA. Just, like, put it in a different place place or i've tried or i've tried all kinds it's of things too reflective in there yeah oh. like and an, if it's a dark tv sh like yeah yeah mostly like dark the is, like yeah. the way um so i'm actually re-watching it now because i missed a whole bunch of shit because i turned it, it was like anyway. an audio book like i can't i can't not watch this yes um so you hate sun for different reasons. i hate the sun for several reasons yes one of them being super petty <laughs> <laughs> can't see my I iPad. Can't see my iPad. Um, <laughs> oh, by the way, this is Pancake Town, the podcast. Oh yeah. I'm Emily. I'm Michelle. We're we're back after a week off. We've been doing like every other week for a little bit here, haven't we? <sighs> yeah. Seems like that. I think that um, it works fine. It's worked out fine. No, yeah. Nobody's mad at us, at least not to our faces. I think it's surprising that we made it as long as we did without. Taking breaks. Meeting, yeah. Yeah. We hit, we're over 15,000 downloads. That's a lot of, isn't that's that a lot crazy? of downloads? Cause yeah. I don't download it. Isn't that funny though? And then somebody, somebody said to me the other day, they're like, well, is that downloads or is that everything? And I was like, oh, it's just downloads. It's just downloads. It is just downloads. So like, who knows what's beyond that for just like mm -hmm. streaming? Cause I feel like most people are streaming it cause they're, at, they're not 
out. They're like in their home or like. Um, I don't know. I right? download podcasts because I listen to them not at home. I know, but I feel like most of our listeners listen. I don't know. At like where they have Wi-Fi. Let's do a poll. <laughs> right now. Are you downloading <laughs> this or streaming it? Let us know. Uh, yeah. Everyone send us an individual email, email and then we'll actually take the time to compile that data. <laughs> not gonna happen i'm trying to like what's the podcast version of doing the instagram poll well oh. put up, we could put a poll up in the instagram we could put a poll up in the instagram yeah. but only 300 people follow us on the instagram that's true we'll figure out a way to figure it out yeah i mean at some point we will probably we can probably upgrade our Podbean situation sure. um because then we can have analytics that will show us more details about yeah who's listening and when and how many and all that stuff but for now, I feel excited that even, like, five people listen to this. It's, it's hard because I like to get really into anything I'm doing. Yeah. And I just haven't had the time. Yeah. It's not that I don't want to or don't care. Yeah. It's there aren't enough hours in the day to do yeah. the things that I actually, you know, pay the rent with. Yeah. You know? Well, we've been doing good. We've figured yeah. out a way to yeah. like get a little bit of financial support yes. to keep stuff going from our Patreon. Yes. Thank you to those people who have been subscribing. We it's probably super owe some shout outs. We do owe some shout outs. And we can we should do like a special episode or something that's Well, we do have um we have some things planned. That book review thing yes. we've been talking about. Yes. Um Ooh, and I got a, another idea to go along with it. I've heard that that new empanada place is very good. I've heard that too. So I'm thinking empanadas need to be involved <laughs> in our <laughs> drunk history style version of this the book, book review. review. Okay, so everybody you got all that? Did you get all of what's about to happen? <laughs> a book review where we're drinking and then there's an empanada yeah, place. There's empanadas involved <laughs> now. Are you following? <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> um, well, so we've been, we had like a two hour conversation before we started, like before we actually hit record. And there was a bunch of good stuff in there that stuff. Michelle was like, the minute we would say something, Michelle was like, oh, I wish we were recording that. I think <laughs> um, if we had um, like an editor that got paid right. to edit if us, Josh's we would full time job. Oh my God, for sure. Listen and cut out yes. the good spots. And cut out the spots where we're talking, where we're about, talking other about people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're talking shit about people, or we're talking about like our visits to the doctor. That too, <laughs> in detail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be cool if we could just be like, the moment we saw each other, just start recording, and then mm -hmm. someone would be like, "Ooh, that's good. Keep that. Let's, yeah, let's for someone who's that. not us. No, yeah, we're not. I'm not listening to it." Well, we just have to be satisfied with the notion that, like, we say fun things to each other that nobody else gets to hear. And that's fine. That's true. Because that's kind of how, I mean, that's, think of all the amazing things we said before we started doing the podcast <laughs> <laughs> that no one ever got to hear, except us. Oh, how sad for people. Aww. <laughs> what, what terrible lives you all lead. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm. I'm struggling with um, this topic that 
I want to do. It's controversial. It it well like. It's loaded. It it's super loaded. It um, makes people feel things. <laughs> um, <laughs> people have feelings about it. We just spend a lot of time talking about like how you should be careful about calling people out and shaming them. On uh, yeah, on the internet. Um and. Then I checked my first example, and it's someone who I've kind of accidentally yeah. shamed several times on the podcast, and she's a real person, and I super regret it. Yeah. Um, it's hard to find the fine line between, like, the issue that you're attacking or mm -hmm. criticizing and then, like, the fact that, like, there's a person that yeah. you maybe are singling out for that thing. And it's hard to not, like focus all of your anger on like a, a person or a business or whatever it is because it's a thing you can point to and be like see see how this is and like you can use it it's like when you're in college and you like write a paper and you have to cite examples and mm. be like here's proof and here's yeah. what i'm that's saying what we've, we, right yeah. we've been taught that that's how you argue your point but now it can become very dangerous because like you don't you don't know where people are coming from and you also like it can be really hard to r remember that like just because you're very sure about your own opinion uh -huh. doesn't mean that there aren't people that honestly and genuinely feel exactly the opposite of yep. you and i know that in general i just yeah. like it went out the window yeah. um because at the time when it discovered this girl and her business it was funny to me that it existed yeah and well it's um, also because i think sometimes i mean so in this kind of specific example of what we're talking about like it's basically like multi-level marketing kind of like people reselling things that maybe it's questionable where those things came from mm -hmm. and maybe there's copyright infringements involved and maybe and and what you want to do is treat that person like they have the same bank of knowledge that you do or the same experience that you do you want to be like surely they must know that this and this and this are what's ha really happening but like to be honest like you have like you kind of have to go Yes, there are people who do multi-level marketing things who know exactly what they're doing. They know exactly where these things are coming from. They know that it's shady, but they like money. There are there are people like that. But then there's a whole other category of people who like maybe genuinely don't understand the impact of what they're doing. Sure. I mean, like they I think really that don't think that it's harmful. They really genuinely are like yeah, but everyone else is doing it or, but yeah, Which I bought it from this place reason. or yeah, yeah, I like, what's the big deal? Like just cause you make something and then I buy, like they compare it to things that aren't the same to kind of justify what they're doing. And like you sometimes will say something or like post a comment on a, Po a blog post or an Instagram post or whatever. And like, and then you suddenly realize like, Oh wait, these people don't think the same way I do. And then you're like, wait, should I be attacking someone that doesn't quite understand what's going on? Is Am I helping? Am I enlightening them? Or am I just being an angry lunatic? And it's hard, like, that's why it's like, 
don't read the comments. Don't oh, post yeah, comments. No. Don't, don't post <laughs> comments. Like, yeah. just don't do it. Like, if you genuinely feel strongly about something, like, you should probably take to your own venue for that. Like, you don't, you don't need to be dropping things on other people's feeds or blogs or whatever. Like, that's, I mean, that's the problem with a lot of this stuff. But it's interesting, too, because it's like Michelle's worried about criticizing this person that's like yeah i'm not gonna say her multi-level name marketing thing but at the same time like we're talking about Chris it is drop shipping drop shipping yes yeah, i'm actually starting to think that mm. like mlms are mostly just fine like that's you being taken advantage yeah you're of an avon representative Good whatever <laughs> like as avon long as there's not copyright i mean mlms yeah, have a kind so of a strong fine. way of being part of the copyright infringement issue um and drop shipping as well drop shipping but i think the thing that i'm saying is like okay yes you like talked about this person or criticized her or whatever and you feel bad about that I do. but also like you did it on your podcast that you put together and you have a viewpoint and there's an understanding from the people who are listening that like that's your opinion etc 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 you didn't g you're not actively seeking this person out and like reading her blog posts and like commenting like you're a garbage can like you're not you know what I mean like you're not you're not you're not putting your agenda on her shit but yes you did I mean like you said her name out loud mm -hmm. and because like, I wasn't maybe thinking. that well right but yeah. maybe like there's something to be said for like having an opinion and like citing an example but then there's like that extra step I that a lot of people far. do but I think you didn't like, I think taking it too far. Do you not remember the coffee yoga oils? <laughs> I mean, but that's like, funny. Yeah, it was funny. That's funny and terrible. Um, but also like that, that's the thing is like being able to kind of check yourself and be like, what, what am I like? What's the purpose of me criticizing this person or what, like what's it really going to come off like, and does it help anything? And like, but right. I think that a lot of people don't have a podcast or their own blog or their own Instagram that has any followers. So like, that's why there are trolls and like people who comment terrible things on other people's feeds. Like everybody that has an agenda about like people's diets. Like we were talking about that before we started recording, like you don't have to scour the internet for wellness feeds and start leaving your agenda in the comments of their posts. Like, they didn't do anything to you. Like it's you're you're allowed to disagree with mm -hmm. them, but like, what is the point of, like, what is what is the real purpose of going and like making making a job out of attacking people? That said, <laughs> though, the thing that I pulled up was a comment somebody else left oh God. on um this post that I loved so much okay i'm ready and i thought it was it felt acceptable to me but i don't know um okay so because you haven't listened to dropship rose <laughs> i know we've said this a million times go back and listen to it it is very funny if it's not michelle's favorite episode. very mean it's, it's pretty mean it's mean we were drinking and though, funny yeah so. well excuses <laughs> um anyhow we were I think looser with our it was the first time i really realized what this drop shipping epidemic is yes yeah and um even like now 
it's it's really affecting our sort yes, of industry. Absolutely, it's affecting They're it immensely. Trying to like kind of seamlessly integrate themselves into the handmade right, world because they see that that's trendy and popular. Right. And, yeah. Um. So anyhow, I've been on this girl's email list since then, since July. Michelle's what you call a hate subscriber. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just, I'm curious to see like what's being yeah. put out there because I'm there are things that I follow like that where I'm like, I want to know, like, I want to know what people are talking about. Sure. I want to know if, th- what this industry is and how it is affecting our businesses. And I, I'm like concerned about the, this mentality of do little, make lots of money. Yes. That concerns me. Not only do I'm little, but like, opposite. and when you say do little, like, m- like meaning not only actually task wise, do little, but like have no ideas of your own and ha- and not make anything from your own idea or, you know, like they're like, it's, it's, it, it, it I always liken it to being like an Avon salesperson. Like, I mean, in that there, Except that exists. You're not like, as an Avon person, you're not walking around saying, I made this. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, that's true. They no, are. that's true. That's true. That's why I'm like, kind of like the new Avons. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So the multi-level I, marketing I thing. I like because they're taking advantage yes. of people who need money. Right. Whereas the people doing drop shipping are taking advantage of their customers. Right. For sure. By selling them really questionable things. things yeah for sure that maybe they didn't under even the guise design at all. right under the guise of like i made this so this plausible deniability where they're sure. allowed to like they're not saying they made it but they're not saying they didn't yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so there's several versions of how you can do drop shipping this yeah. particular person um does like upload a design like words or something and has it put on stuff sure so and that's pretty popular. That is one way you can do it. Um, yeah. But she also sells classes on how you do this. So in this post, she writes, are you thinking of opening an online shop but are daunted by the idea of product design, inventory, packaging, shipping, and financial risk? Then you shouldn't Let's open an online shop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. Um, no, that's not what she said. Yeah. So she <laughs> says, how drop shipping." Here's what she covers. How dropshipping can allow you to open a shop that operates practically on autopilot. <sighs> like, ugh, barf. Um, uh, the secret to creating a custom line of products and not just resell the same stuff everyone else is selling. Mm, but um, actually doing that. Da, da, da. Anyhow, someone commented. They're like, this is garbage. <laughs> if you're, quote, daunted by the idea of product design, inventory, <laughs> packaging, shipping, and financial risk, then you likely shouldn't be starting a business. God, was that me? Did I post that? <laughs> <laughs> let's um, let's get her on the podcast. To it. It's a guy, actually. Let's get him on the podcast. Um, yeah, I kind of, I, I loved seeing that. Oh, uh, yeah, no. Well, like so here's the thing. mean? He no, just, he absolutely not. He quoted her? I think that that is a, fu- like... There's one thing, there's one thing to like want to legitimately have a conversation with someone in the comments of a post because like she's posting a lot of information there. And like, to me, that is a, it's an invitation for a conversation, whether it be asking more about this course or asking about drop shipping or basically saying like, Hey, this sounds confusing to me. So like someone kind of expressing a contrary opinion doesn't feel to me like trolling or negative or like a bad comment to leave. It's the ones where people immediately go from 
no no feeling to I'm angry. Mm. Yeah. Where like no one asked you to I mean, get it was angry for sure. For sure, but also like she's dealing with a subject that is questionable. And so it's, you know, it's one thing to like if someone is genuinely interested in what she's offering as a course and then she's saying something like <laughs> she's literally saying do you want to have a job where you don't have to do any work? And, and she that's, says that. And quite frankly, that's yeah. that's insulting on all kinds of levels. Like that's insulting to even people who are doing job drop shipping as an actual business. Like you're you're pretending like this is like that. It's the definition of how you introduce a scam. Like there's no there's no scam that's ever existed where they're like this is going to be a lot of work and you're going to have to put in a lot of time and you're going to have to work really hard and learn a bunch of things and it's going to take years for you to make any money. N they all start with you want to make m money the fun and easy way. Oh, so I found <laughs> here's how you do it. This email infuriated me. Um. And at the same time, it makes me think, am I doing this all wrong? <laughs> um, so she It infuriated you, and then you were like, however. So <laughs> this is, she, she's going to let you in on a secret. She's Ooh. figured everything yes. out. Yes. She says, Tell I now have an online shop where I sell over 90 different products, where I make regular sales and hel that help contribute to my blogging income. And it only takes me 10 minutes a day to manage, sometimes even less. 10 minutes is what she's claiming to um, spend on this. Um, and she writes, I know what you're probably thinking. This chick is nuts. <laughs> There's no way that's possible. Well, let me show oh you. Oh my God. Let me tell you how I can do the it. The reason that I have a thriving online shop that I really only spend 10 minutes a day managing is because one, I don't have to make any products by hand. Two, I don't have to, have to print or package ever. up our orders. Three, I don't have to print out shipping labels. Four, I don't have to make endless trips to the post office. So wait. It, this mentality <sighs> really, really bothers me. Oh, because totally. Because she's trying to fit right. Like, she's got stuff on Etsy, I believe. She's oh, got for sure. Yeah, yeah. Connects to Etsy. Yeah. Etsy is... A huge problem. Oh, like yes. they allow for sure. They all allow kinds of drop whatever. Yeah, they allow and whatever like you want. Obviously, Shopify's like probably half of the stores on Shopify are drop shipping sites, yes. but they don't pretend to be like right. handmade. And there's not a community thing where that ever can affect your shop. Like there's right. not like a right, right. linked up. Yeah. So like it is gross that. Like yeah, and that's just they the have world. so many apps for Shopify to do the, the dropship yes. stuff, but um, it's grosser that Etsy allows it for sure. And it's just, I don't know. I'm. I mean, it's a hard thing to to <laughs> wrap your head around it because really in the one on the one hand, you're kind Am of I like wrong. Or well, right? Is it? Is it that we're being crazy sensitive about it yeah. because obviously it, I don't it know undermines how to do better? Well, like it undermines everything that we work really hard to do. Like it basically says, like you're an idiot for wasting your time, like actually making your own products and shipping your own products and printing out shipping labels, like a schmuck, mm -hmm. right? Like it, it kind of smacks of like you guys could be making so much more money and also working way less. Mm -hmm. But the reality is, is like 
we have different values like we like and that's that's the thing that differentiates us like, and i could be f just fine with that as yes. the explanation if these types of businesses weren't trying to sneak yes. their way into our craft shows right well and, and then that's the thing is like that's the responsibility of so many people just like ours like they you know they they understand what is trendy and popular and doing well and they understand that there's this movement of like caring who made your thing and there being a personality and like a tastemaker and like an influencer behind it and like you need to have a story and like and the fact is is like you have to kind of just trust that the people you need to know the difference know the difference and i don't know if that's and the and case. then also like I feel like I've probably been had. Oh, for sure. I mean, I think we all probably have. But then there's the, I think there's the thing about like what I've said before. I think we even talked about this in the dropship rose was like the only way to combat this really is to make sure that in your own marketing and your own actions as a business person, you are realizing the things that you can do that those drop shipping companies cannot do right. which is show your process yeah. and show behind the scenes and show how this is made and show like cad drawings of castings that are going to be put together and like being being transparent about things that they can't be transparent about like they can only be transparent about this is being drop shipped from a distribution center mm -hmm. they they don't have they would be lying if they were transparent about I did this calligraphy. I'm a hand letterer. I put this on a tote bag. Cause like there's a difference between this person who is doing everything digitally and just like picking things and having them put on tote bags. And then a person that maybe actually does the artwork and then has someone put it on tote bags. Sure. And then there's a whole nother level of like doing all of it from start to finish, doing the artwork, designing it, having a screen made, printing it on a tote bag. And then that ultimately is, shipped by me to you yeah and so fine. like you gotta be you gotta tell what you're actually doing so that there is no question of like well these people over here like if all of us were showing our processes all the time and kind of being really clear about like here's my studio space and here's my face and here's what i'm doing and here's me doing a q a about like how i design things and how i come up with ideas and like if all of us were doing that there would be no question from even random consumers about the difference between us and dropshippers. Yeah. Because the dropshippers can't ever no, I know. have that authenticity. They would have to make it up. And I'm like, I'm glad that we had that discussion because I feel like I've been a lot better about showing that side of yeah. things yeah. on social media and, you know, I feel like I wish my website conveyed that a little bit yeah, better. Yeah, I feel like that about my website um, too. Because I'm not sure people go to the about me thing. Right. Like I, w that's my new thing now. Yeah. Every time I discover a company, is I go to yeah, the website. I do that too. And go to the about me. I go to the about thing and I try to see the the funniest thing is like the thing that I've realized is a really telling thing about a company is if you go to their about page and you can't figure out where they're located, mm, mm -hmm. they're probably fake. Yeah. Like if it doesn't say Chicago based design firm, sh jewelry designer who's been working and living in Chicago for 18 years. Like if it doesn't say that but somewhere, even, 
I'm thinking of an example oh. that we all know and love. No, <laughs> no, I'm thinking about another example. Oh yes, yes, yes. Um, I <laughs> she had to do sign language <laughs> to tell me who we're talking about. Um, that particular website mm, yeah. said yeah, designed said Chicago. in Chicago. Yeah, it's true. And and the person that owns that business lives in Chicago. Sure. Yeah. Um, no, but what true. they're doing one thing you can do with drop shipping is go on to these websites like Alibaba and um, contact a manufacturer, say, and I be want like, I want to make with my logo this coffee on it. mug that says this on it. And I want 400 of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think in those situations you have to buy the product and now you're responsible mm-hmm. for buying the product. Mm-hmm. But like, and um, a lot of people will do something too where they they customize it in some small way so like have a logo put on it i don't think um, that's good enough no of course not but like they'll do that and then um have that product shipped to them and then they go about like you know they go about <laughs> like putting their own packaging around it or like making it like trying to take a couple extra steps to make it not um we're gonna i don't think i'm okay with it no of course of course not but i think that's how people i think that because it's become more popular Mm -hmm. it it's legitimized it it's me and and guess what every time like a company like that gets press in a publication or is featured in the chicago reader or is allowed to be in the chicago artisan market Mm -hmm like that gives them a little bit more clout and people are like, Oh, well if they were in this, then that must mean like, they can't be like a scam and it, which is not true. Like there were multiple people in the Chicago artisan market um, that were people that like, I mean, there were two specific people in that last show that I rejected from show of hands that like the minute I went to their website, I'm like, well, this is clearly not, real like you're not you don't make this and it's not and every time I think okay what am I going to do when this person contacts me and says why did you not let me into your show and then I'm going to have to say like you're you know you're allowed to run your business however you want you're not the type of vendor that we accept Mm -hmm. we accept people who make what they're selling well I didn't really have time to do this but um I, I think I looked up one or two vendors for this new show in mm-hmm. Chicago mm-hmm. just because they look suspicious to me. Yeah. Um, and one of them, I still don't know what's going on. They're like logo photo, not logo, but you know, the photo for their, yeah, yeah, their directory. Inf- yeah. Um, was of one of these purses that I've seen a million, a million times. times yeah. And I thought, Oh, what's up with this? And then I clicked on it and it's an Etsy site that doesn't have that purse on it. It just has a bunch of kind of, garbagey things yeah that um don't look i don't even know just random garbagey things yes yeah um so who knows what that website um or that company is but then i looked up another one and i was totally convinced they were also dropship it was like a bath and body type thing yeah um because there was no about section yeah um and so i googled it because I thought this is weird. That, yeah, what's um, the story? It doesn't say anything about them on their website. And 
they actually do seem to be a legitimate handmade company yeah. because these other websites that sell their products had like a blurb that it's handmade in the city. Yeah. So you're doing yourself and a disservice I there. Know. For, yeah. I know. Like I kind of want to be like, hey, you should have a. Well, so it's funny because I don't know if you saw. Did you see Kate's post on the show of hands group about doing a round yeah, robin yeah, yeah. with the yeah. websites? So I'm really glad she did that because it's such a good like I think within that group so basically if people didn't see that or you're not on the group kate from wolfka well that's in the show of hands group oh it's in the show of hands yeah, group kate kate from wolfka um posted like hey does everybody want like whoever wants to do a round robin we could do it for pancake town for sure i feel like we'd be cop we would be copying sure her. but uh, it would be just more um, feedback if people got multiple people to do it i mean um, i'll ask her if she's okay with it but she basically asked like hey if you all like post your website and your name like I'll pair you up so that like two people will review your web your website and give you critique and so all of us got she sent out emails and all of us got two people so okay. like I got two websites that I have to review and then two other people got things for me and I think it's really like because I think that there's stuff that like you think is important and maybe like will come out like, oh, these neither of these two people mentioned this. But like things like that would be like, hey, there's no there's nothing about you. Like there's no picture of mm. you. There's no like someone else would say that to you and you might not realize that that's important. Yeah, I don't want to be critiqued. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you d and you didn't sign up for it. So that's no. fine. No, I d I immediately was like, um, can you assign me to like multiple people? Like, I would I oh would love God. to just I can't have handle it. That's a like personality flaw for <laughs> sure. Um, like, I just like the idea of like kind of a random smattering of people, like because it's one thing for you know people directly related to like people who are already in your life telling you certain things or like customers that already are on yeah, your website, yeah. but like if it's just a blind you know, like person that's just like, okay, I'm just going to go. Cause I got two people's websites and like, obviously I've looked at them before because you're yeah, in my yeah, show. Yeah. Like I know what yeah. your website looks like, but for me to be able to get them and kind of with a critical eye go through and kind of be like, what would I look for? And like, what would I, how would I treat this if I were a customer? Like if I'm a customer and I want to find X product, like, is it easy for me to find? What if I want to know who makes this? Like, is that, is there, you know, so I feel like, it's just kind of an interesting uh, little study to see like how everybody will critique each other. And I mean, it can't hurt. Like it can't, you know, like nobody's going to be like, your website looks terrible. What, see, that's <laughs> but, my other fear. But there's that also, I would get someone's website I mean, where honestly, I whenever <laughs> we do applications, like I, I really, like I, Every once in a while, I think about the idea of, like, putting a thing on people's application that's, like, if you would like a free <laughs> critique of your website, I'm happy to give it to you. Because there's somewhere, like, I've looked at so many makers' websites that now it's just, like, formulaic where I look at stuff and I'm just, like, I will look at the homepage of somebody's website and immediately be, like, this feels like drop shipping to me like even when it's not even when i know it's not like a, a show of hands blog write-up on what you look for no i totally should um 
I thought I took a screenshot of so like a couple weeks ago I've been on this drop shipping thing for like she's uh, obsessed since July. With it. Um, <laughs> since July. Uh yeah. And so I I decided <laughs> I was going to start like saving every oh, yeah. single that, yeah. um like ad that comes up in my feed on Instagram <laughs> that's a drop shipping store. And you're only you're only forcing it to be like more and more things are going to show up cuz every time you click on something the <laughs> algorithm's <laughs> like, "Ooh, she likes this. She yeah. loves drop shipping." Um let's send her some more drop shipping ads. But now ads. I can't remember where I I feel like most of the ones that I see based on probably the things I'm already following are the things that are very like clear, like things that are people are clearly buying off of like Alibaba or whatever, like stuff where it's either, it's one of two things. It's either the designy product things where it's like somebody wrote namaste, no way or whatever the fuck they do on like a mug or, and like you look at it and you're like, you didn't design. And you also like, it's, I mean the, some of the people I've rejected from show of hands are this way where it's like you, if you look at someone who's actually making their work, I call it, um, what do I always call it? OATP, AOTP, AOTP, all over the place. Mm-mm. Where like you look at stuff and, and you look at someone's shop and like, so I'm gonna use Minimum Maxima for, as an example, mm. where like you look at their j- website and their branding and their products and their photo styling and everything about it everything about their booth at the show even down to like the way nina and peter are dressed is a point of view it's like it's a aesthetic that they have and nothing diverges from that like there's no random necklace that like has a rhinestone in it Mm. there's no like all of a sudden there are crystals like it it all makes sense it all goes together and even when they go in a different direction and have a new collection it has a different like attitude or like color scheme it's still it still is cohesive Mm -hmm. with everything else and then you go to a site that maybe isn't dropship or it is dropship but certainly feels like that because even if it's like 20 different mugs you're like you, the person that designed this mug didn't design this yeah, mug. Yeah, yeah, The person that designed this, the ha- like, the style of all of these is completely different. But with these dropshipping apps, yeah, um, like, the idea is that you curate a shop right. so you can make it all look like a, but I still a think certain style. I still think that there's something, and maybe it's only from my viewpoint, like the the average everyday customer won't notice the things that I notice. But like I can look at somebody's site like that for literally 10 seconds and be like, no, this is, this well, is not know, genuine. What I do now is like I'll search for that product mm, mm-hmm. just in Google. Yeah, for sure. And see what comes up. Yeah. And I don't know if it's always the case that, um, that person just went on AliExpress and, right, and bought ordered stuff, a bunch of stuff and yeah. picked the colors they wanted yeah. and slapped their label on it. Or if it is a case of they had this thing manufactured and now someone's selling right. off the right. extras. Which, yes, which happens for sure. Um, the other time um, that 
I really don't know what's going on is these companies that are selling things that are claiming to be fair trade, but yet you yes. can get the same exact product right. anywhere on the internet. Yeah. That it's well, like, I think that people have lost. So I will speak to that as I actually had a, a large amount of people apply to show of hands that were quote unquote fair trade. Mm -hmm. um, and there are probably, I think that we ended up taking maybe six or seven of them. And the ones that we actually took, um, I had to kind of like teach myself a little bit more about like fair trade. I want to like know more. What it means and like what, what the deal is. So like, and obviously some of it is people's opinion about what's okay and what's not okay. Mm. But like in my opinion... I always think of Emily Ryan sure, and Maya Mueble, and I think of a person that, like, she loved her shout she, out a couple weeks oh, ago. Oh yeah, Emily Ryan. Um, I always think of her as an example of like fair trade that I'm happy to have in the show, and that is a good example of it, where she is literally working with makers in another country. She is inputting, like, she's saying, "This is what I want designed." She's working with them. She's creating work for them and income for them she's very transparent yeah, about her, and her brother would go down yes they go guatemala i think I guatemala yeah yeah like they they were very clear like she would post things on instagram and be like i'm currently here and like here's the makers and like i'm sitting at the loom that like these women work at and here's the process of how these chairs are made and like she would she would be very open and clear about like i have a hand in this and and the reason why I'm doing it is to help these communities mm -hmm. and to bring this, bring their style and th this to our country. Like it's right. like, there's like positive things about it instead of like, I'm just trying to have product to sell. And so, and there's also like in Chicago specifically, there's like, you, you can be like, I don't know if licensed is the right word, but you can be like accredited as like yeah. a Chicago fair trade okay. business. Um, and sometimes, sometimes the fair trade companies are like 501 C three and sometimes mm -hmm. they are like part for profit. And sometimes, you know, like sometimes they're licensed in a different way. And to, in my, in my experience, the people who are legit have very clear and kind of like overt things you on their website to. exactly because be they really easy to fake of course and because because those legit companies know that they are competing with these potential people who are literally just buying a bunch of like wicker purses off of alibaba and like selling you know buying them for six dollars and selling them for 40 at renegade so they i think that the ones that are legit like they know that they have to have like a giant bio page and a bunch of photographs and be like, here's the women that we work with, or here's the community that we work with, or here's the company country that we source these things from. Here's our hand in it. Here's what we do. And here's what they do. And so like the ones that ultimately got into show of hands are the ones where I was like, I can't, I can't even not see this information. Like mm -hmm. it's, it's on the homepage. There's an about section. It's clear as day it's like undeniable mm -hmm. and like maybe there might be one or two or all of them that are like duping me, but I don't think so because okay. like there it's, 
there are like there's literally like a Chicago Fair Trade Association logo in the footer of their website. We definitely want to look all, for that. Sort they all of thing. had that same yeah. like once I realized like oh these all three of these people who applied all have that same logo and they have a thing like a blurb about like this is what this association is and this is what they do and this is how they help us and how we help them and and so the people that didn't have that uh-huh. I kind of thought okay they're either not there yet or sure. they don't know yeah, about that money and maybe belong. they're doing it legitimately but I can't see that I can't there's no way of me just looking at their website knowing that and so there were a couple where it was like questionable enough that I was like, well, I can't have 30 fair trade people in a show that's not really about that. Like the, the, the only reason even any of them are let in is because I feel like that they are local businesses that are still contributing to like the maker economy just in a different mm-hmm. way. And so there were definitely some where... I was like, you know, there were a few that I looked at and I was like, oh no, this is not legit at all. Like, there's no way this is legit. And if it is, they and need to try right. and if it is, and, and if it is yeah. and they wanted to contact me and be like, hey, why did you not let us do your show? I would be like, I f- I'm very unclear as to how your business works and how, who you're supporting and how you're getting your designs and where this work comes from. And that should be better communicated on your website. I think what makes it really hard is that I guess there are like certain um, designs that are just um, like in areas like everyone yeah. in these communities will make these designs. Absolutely, and there are certain can, things that like, are ubiquitous. Yeah, them, for sure. Um, and have that made, but that also means that you can order that online easily, absolutely, probably for less. And whoever's making it is probably getting and screwed. And you also have the problem of because of the way the internet works, like once something becomes trendy or popular mm-hmm. or fashionable or in style as far as like accessories or furniture or jewelry, like those those things will then start being made by people who are not, you know, who are yeah. kind of being shady. Like I know that Emily's chairs, like a couple of her chair designs, like she kind of did that. And then it was like, you you looked everywhere and you were like, okay, well, there's like, another chair that's like that same chair. I asked her once about, she's, now I feel really awkward because she's listening to this. <laughs> Emily, correct us if we're wrong um, on any of this. The um, one like wooden chair. Yes, and yeah, that's like that's a really I'm traditional yes. design that a yeah, lot of workers absolutely. know how to make. Right. But you know, she was... I think they tweaked some things sure. on it yeah. is what I remember yeah. um, because they didn't like this and that. And there's like folds up flat or right. something yep. and the other ones didn't. Um, but like there are techniques that they've, that they already know. Right. Um, so knowing that. Yeah. I like Emily can't own the rights to like this chair being made, yeah. like wh- especially when it's like, some you know maybe it's these local people to this specific area in guatemala like make this chair and have for hundreds of years like she's not going to come down there and be like okay now no one else can sell this chair like that's not the way it works i mean and it's true of all things like it's true of a lot of things that you know just because somebody also made a necklace that looks like your necklace or something like doesn't mean that's copyright infringement or like stealing from someone or like ripping somebody off. Yeah. Um, there's like, there's, you know, there's a lot of gray area. And I mean, even with stuff with me where it's like the eat, drink and be married design, it's like people are constantly sending me images of 
other versions of that saying. And I'm like, I didn't come up with that saying. Like, that's not mine. Like, and you're allowed to do whatever you want with that. But like, if it's literally my design, mm. then that's when the issue comes up. I've never seen anything um, of like anyone copy something of mine. Yeah. That, yeah, felt like it was actually yeah, being copied. Yeah, felt like this is it deliberate. And I think like there's never. there's a lot of things that like become like when you when you do things that are like maybe kind of trendy, you're going to run the risk of like falling into this category where like a bunch of stuff's going to look like what you're doing. Like the thi- like the sayings things where it's like if everybody all at once has like the future is female on something, well like who's who's who did that first and like who owns the rights to that well nobody I feel does like there was one company that yes did it well there was one though. company that did the yeah. black t-shirt design with a white le- like specifically that that was like the first time that became popular i feel like any anyone else who did it is copying well them, and that's man. the thing is like yeah. there's a difference between copying and copyright infringement oh, sure. yeah and so like if you're willing to like be copied or i mean it's actually the reason why i like I pull away from using just typefaces and even typeface manipulation anymore where like now most of my designs are like, I actually drew it because even though yes, those typeface designs are my designs and I made them from nothing. Like someone can say like, Oh, but I, I have that font. Like I bought that typeface too. So I can do whatever I want with it and I can make the same saying that you made. And it's like, that just gets too muddy for me. So I'm just like, Nope, I'm going to, I'm going to avoid that potential issue by not creating work like that anymore. Yeah. So like, if you don't want people to, you know, it's, it's difficult when you are doing something that's like trendy and there are people who genuinely make stuff from nothing and it becomes trendy. Sure. Like I always think of Moglia, Mm. like she like kind of invented that whole like painterly, like having original like painterly thing. Yeah. Michelle's phone cases, Moglia. Like she, I love that. her original cards. I remember looking at her stuff, like when Orange Beautiful first opened and like wanting to, and like buying her stuff, wanting to buy her stuff for the store. And it was all like, it was kind of, she was kind of feeling herself out. She had like letterpress designs. She had type designs, like handwritten things. And she had like cards that were dip dyed and like had gold edges and things like that. And then she hit on this like hand painted background thing and like everything kind of changed the game and then like people come out of the woodwork all the time with like these fake versions of that that. yeah and they're like i can paint a bunch of paint and like people do it but they do it like digitally and they don't do what she's doing like they don't actually paint because you can't do that unless you have like a team of people and Mm -hmm. a studio and a space to do it in and a foil stamper and so like but it's interesting like when you're the first and you're the original and then like that becomes trendy and guess what now the marketplace is filled with like fakes and copyright infringement issues and things that are made in other countries and like the the line of where it came from for most people becomes very blurred yeah and i mean there's several products that i i really have no idea right like if that person did come up with that design and then they got copied. Right. Or, or the other way around. And I can like think about it real hard and understand how tempting it would be to sure. realize you can buy something for a few dollars yeah. and resell it for $50. Right. And how good, like, 
Um, ugh, I hate admitting this. Um, but when I used to work for a store, one of the things we would do is buy really cheap jewelry from these wholesale shops yeah. in Chicago. Yeah. And like most of the stores like kind of garbagey, but I would go and pick out the things that were on trend. Yeah. Take all the packaging off, Retag slap it. a higher mm-hmm. price on it. And it was thrilling to find out how much you could make off yeah. of the stuff. Yeah. And at the time it was like, well, we needed it. Yeah. Because it's hard to yeah. own a store. You gotta keep the store going. Um, but it's also super gross. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that's when that's when 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 I try to think about like what I control in this situation and what I don't, it always I always just come back to like I've decided like I'm a person that thinks that's gross and I'm a person that has different values and like guess what a lot of people in the world don't have those values like they really like you could talk to them till you're blue in the face and it won't it will mean nothing to them I feel like yeah I can't imagine um selling things that I bought just bought and I'm reselling you know not knowing anything about how they're made and uh, like how I would react to someone being like, "Oh, did you make this?" and then saying, and "You be you either nope. lying or <laughs> right." I yeah, ca- I can't. Or like saying, "Like, oh, our our factory makes it." I I feel like I, I hear yeah. that. It's like, yeah. is it your like? Just I think a lot of people you just had a conversation yeah. with a person online does not make that your manufacturer. Yeah. I've heard a lot of people say, "We have it made." Yeah. That's usually the like dumb, like the like non-committal answer, where someone will say, "Cause at other, I've been to other shows where like, and I, cause I, I mean, I now Josh now is like, cause I go up to people at shows and like quiz them on stuff, and Josh <laughs> is, he now is like, don't you think those um, people know who you are? Yeah. And I was like, I don't think so. And this he's like, is where the wigs and sunglasses come in. Yes, Emily. I know. And he like, <gasps> I he, want to get wigs for our upcoming. I literally, <laughs> I literally did think that like I should wear like a head scarf and like some my big sunglasses or like different sunglasses, not the ones that anyone's seen me wear. Mm online Mm -hmm. because Josh was like you have to realize that like people know who you are like you're recognizable and I was like no no one like every time I'm like nobody knows who I am and he's like people walk up to you at Renegade and are like oh my god hi or like he's like there's been several times where you give someone your card at Renegade like a vendor that you find that you're like oh my god these people are amazing I'd love to have them be in show of hands and he's like you hand them your card and they're like I know who you are yeah. Like, no. So he's like, if you think those other people, so I, w- I will walk up to people at shows and straight up ask them like, like, Oh, do you make this? Where do you make, how do you make this? Oh, this is really interesting. And like the way, like the weird, like skirting the issue answers that people give me is re- like you, the minute they try to start to respond to you, you know that they're covering I mean, up I something. I get asked all the time. Oh, do you make this? Yeah. And, and you say, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Duh. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I mean, I get people ask me, asked. people ask all the time whether or not I design my card designs. I'm like, who would? And then the, as I'm answering them, I'm like, oh, right. Because yeah. we live in a world where I could have bought all of these things off the Internet or not bought them, just stolen them. Yeah. Like, of course, that's a question. And so now I've learned to be better about it and be like, yes, I actually draw them all by hand. Some of them are drawn in the computer. I use a Wacom tablet. I use mostly Illustrator. Like, I, like I'll... I'll kill them with details even if they don't ask for them 
because I'm immediately like, I don't want anybody to think that any of this isn't original artwork. And I, I've started to think about the fact that like, um, I should have like some more about me signage at shows. Like, cause some people won't talk yeah, to you and they won't too. ask you. And literally if you just had like an eight by 10 frame with like a picture of yourself or you in your studio or your hands making yeah. something that would, and yeah. just like a paragraph I've seen that's some like people that have like an iPad with like, yes, a with a video slideshow, slide, slideshow. perfect. Yeah. Like that's, if I you mean, can do that, that's, I feel like sweet. that's a really great way to just like make sure that you're in control of how people perceive you. Because it is shocking when you realize like that when people do ask you like, well, where did you make this from? Or like, how do you, where do you have these printed? Or like, oh, did you just order these online? And I'm like, no, I have a, there's a print shop in Chicago. Like I, and I make sure to go out of my way to tell people like we source all of our paper and all of our printing in Chicago, or at least in the Midwest, we try to keep like our environmental impact down and like not be shipping things from out like too far out of state. And like, we try to get, you know, we own our letterpress printer is in Chicago. Our engraver is in Chicago. Our digital printer is in Chicago. Like that's all very important to us. And so like anything that we're not printing ourselves is printed by a local company where yeah. we have a hand in it. I think, well, like for me, I'm too paranoid to work with someone that I don't oh, right. know. I mean, absolutely. So like I do work with a caster in New York in addition to the one here just for like bigger quantities. Yeah. And before I placed my first order, I set up an appointment. And I went to New York. Yeah. And he thought I was a little crazy for needing to do that. But, but there also, was no way I yeah. was going to contract someone to do work for me that I hadn't met. Yeah. Um, I did like one time I had stones cut, um, like beads cut. Um, oh, I remember that. Working yeah. with a company that I had bought from but had not met in person. And I like had a heart attack for three months. Yeah. Um, uh, but this last time they don't do it anymore. I got to work with a company that I've met the staff like for four years now yeah. in Tucson. Um, they're in LA and obviously they're contracting the work out to a factory they work with in China Yeah, because that's where shit yeah, <laughs> gets made. That's where that gets made. Um, but yeah, like I, I know them. I have really good relationships with yeah. this company that then contracted the workout. Yeah. Um, I think it's just, I mean, I don't know. I think it's important as makers to be like as clear as we can be about what our legitimate story, like what we're doing, how this is being made, like where it's coming from and also not be embarrassed. Don't be embarrassed by the parts of it that aren't like ideal. Like not we're none of us are like making I mean, some people are, but like most of us are not making every single product we sell from nothing mm. with our bare hands. Like right. that's very rare. And, and if that is your situation, like shout that from the rooftops. Cause you, that is a unique thing that should make people go, instead of being like, this, why is this mug $38? Like, oh, this mug's only $38? Like, mm -hmm. you literally made this from nothing with your brain and your hands and clay. So, like, you should make sure you're showing off those parts of your business that are super unique and not, that have nothing to do with the people that are, like, just buying shit on, in bulk mm -hmm. from a website. Because, and then I think as consumers, like, just do a couple quick things to like ask questions 
and like look on a website and figure out like where did this come from who made this do i feel does this make me feel weird or does mm -hmm. it make me f or do i feel like i know this person's story that's why everybody has links to their instagram feed and like their facebook page and stuff so you can be on their website and be like thinking about buying something and then you're like you know what i'm gonna check out their instagram and then voila you go to their instagram and it's like their face and a story and a picture of their studio and like drawings and like here's more information and then it can make it can reassure you that like this is a good place to spend my money and like don't that's why i always think it's weird when people are like so willing to spend money at like Target and Starbucks and like <laughs> I'm just like really is that where you want to spend your money like it, like you can spend it on certain things but like there's other stuff that like certain you shouldn't yeah. like why are you like you should be careful about how you spend your money I you mean should, I certainly don't thoughtful. want people buying jewelry at Target because well, right gross sure. um but I was trying to argue for Target the other day in my head because that's a thing I spend time doing yeah um, well, not Target exa exactly, but like, you know, like a fast fashion type, like a retail yeah, thing. Yeah. And I think about the fact that um, we, I've needed those places to exist for jobs, you know, sure. because a lot of us um, doing this thing have also needed um, like a retail gig yeah. um, at some point or like restaurant type job, but yeah, that's not really a thing we're attacking here. I just think if you're in a position but to like if you're in a position to spend some money and yes. like you you're you're not a person that's like living paycheck to paycheck or you are like if you have expendable if you income have the money. Yeah. And like you come to show of hands and you give any single person there a hard time about how much their item costs. Get the fuck out of here. Like that's no absolutely not like you you're spending your money where it belongs you're spending your money in a way that means more than just spending your money like it like it's i wish that people i wish that more people were aware of like how impactful that is that like when you spend forty dollars on like some gift bullshit at target that literally goes nowhere mm -hmm. and when you do it at a craft show or a boutique where they sell even a boutique that doesn't sell local things like you're literally putting that money directly back into like the pothole on your street being fixed like that's it's a fact whereas you're not doing that when you buy stuff on amazon you're not doing that when you buy like a cute new coffee mug at target sure like don't do that and, like, if you can't afford it right now, like, my feeling is always, like, would I rather buy a $15 shitty mug right now or wait two months and have 15 more dollars to buy an amazing mug that someone actually, like, made? Yeah, and I think, well, I mean, mugs are an example that works for us, but That's I can true. see someone else out there being like, I don't really give a shit about mugs. Well, so, sure, but that's um, just an example. But, like, um... Yeah, the idea is, like, the things that you care about, like, yeah, put the money into yeah. those just spend, things. Just spend your money in a way that's, like, I mean, it's kind of like that f quote that's, like, be the change that you want to see in the world. Like, I always think of that, like, you should spend your money in with the businesses that you want to be in the world. And also, like, um, so I 
try to go to this one coffee shop at least once a week in yeah. Lincoln Square because I want to make sure that they stay open. Yeah. And they're kind of on the expensive side, that yeah. Aromo Cafe. Yes. Um, so like part of me worries, you know, yes, like is, is this sustainable? Yeah. But they are always busy. Um, so but still I make sure I go in because yeah. I you don't want I'd to be later really be sad like if they didn't yeah. exist. Um and like I've grown attached to them as like yeah as a business, a business. Yeah. and I think about like how I can make my customers feel that way about me like yes. wanting to make sure that I stay in business yeah um so I, yeah just thinking about little ways that I can make people care more about me like I care about the companies I give my money to right yeah think about the reasons why you yeah like being as personable as I can without being personal right. on Instagram. Yeah, for sure. Like those are two totally different things. Yeah. Like I don't really have to like, you know, I'd, I don't want to talk about politics specifically other than obviously letting people know that I'm liberal. Right. Um, I don't need to go further than that. Right. Um, I don't, yeah. I'm trying to think of like what new thing, what new idea I should be getting from this conversation. Something yeah. to enact. I mean, I think definitely like making what my sure, action plan is making from this. sure that like your website is pretty clear about like where where this stuff is coming from like things yeah i don't think know about like is. yeah think about like what you look for when you go to a website or the things that when you go to a site and you're like this makes like why does this make me feel like this isn't legit and then trying to like oh because it's missing information on the about page or there's not enough photographs of things or there's not enough behind the scenes things or whatever it is and then being like okay is that on my Am I doing a good job of showing that on my website? I always worry that... Because I don't think I am. People are going... Because I switched my shop to be ready to ship only. So everything that's listed in it is made. And yeah. I worry that someone might think, oh, there's no way she made all that stuff. There's no way one person could have made all the inventory yeah. and ship things that maybe fast. Your and it's like, it is possible. Maybe your I'm individual crazy. product listings have an additional photo of like pieces components of it or like i know that on again minimum maxima mm. they have that one necklace that's like a ton of little individual parts uh -huh. and one of the photos on that listing is a picture of all the parts separate from each other well, that like, sounds like it would be pretty though like, it is pretty <laughs> well, but not necessarily but like i think that an interesting picture of like your studio space or like a picture of like oh, you, know you soldering something studio. right like well, a like a solder close-up soldering picture or like even just pictures of like all the, the even things that you've had on your instagram like all the gems uh, like all the stones like laid out together so that it's clear that like this was once components that had to be put together or like you know because i think if people see one more yeah. thing that isn't just the finished product then they're like, oh, somebody made that. Yeah. I mean, I know that I need to do more because of the emails that I get where people are like shocked that I'm the one who's responding. Yeah. Like, 
they thought it was bigger. Right. Um, I mean, that's the way people feel about show of hands. Um, where they're like, where's the team of people? And I'm like, do you mean my dog? <laughs> <laughs> um, but it is, it's awkward because you want people to trust you enough. Sure, absolutely. But also realize that you're not this giant company. Yeah. It's a weird middle yeah, ground. Yeah, it's a to weird balance in. to try to find. Like, I need my website to look professional. Yeah. But, you know, where's the line? Yeah. Like, from a consumer's point of view. I think that's hard to gauge because... I'm not even, like, a good consumer to... Right. Ask. It's hard to gauge because there's so many levels of people's like way people the way people shop and the way people look for things and the way like you ca- like you kind of have to just make sure that it's the way that you feel it should be and then you kind of can't like you got to trust your own expertise and experience the fact that you've been doing this I forever mean, like it's not a problem everything seems to be working right fine i just yeah. like when um people are shocked that I'm the person answering their email. I mean, I think the shock is probably something that you should just react to with like, that's awesome. And not necessarily like, oh, I should fix something. Okay. Because I think like the shock is mostly like, is more like people being impressed and not necessarily like, oh, well now I'm dissuaded from buying them from you. No, I think that. I think they're probably more like. To think that I'm like a big company or something. But I think. That my HR person was going to get back to them. <laughs> but some people respond to that in a positive HR way. Even service. No, yeah, yeah. I don't know why. HR person is HR just would the just funniest. fire you. It's the funniest of the positions. That I you can have like at a in company. a company. Yeah. Yeah. It's the first one that comes to mind. I like it. And so many companies don't have HR people. Yeah. Like, unless they're That's huge. True. I think that there's some, th- like... Yeah, I mean, I think that, like, in the way that we would be, like, oh, this is, oh, I, I, like, we would be more impressed by an individual person running a company, Mm -hmm. and whereas other people think that it's, like, professional, like, more professional if, like, you have a team or you have a staff or you have a storefront or whatever, and, like, you just got to, like, go with that and be, like, cool, those people over there will think have this misconception of me, but then they'll be like, huh, that's interesting. And then they'll still buy stuff. Mm. Mm. But always being, you know, I think it's, I mean, I think it's pretty clear on your website. If there's literally like, I need to add a photo of my studio. Yeah, I would do that. I mean, do you have a thing that's like, don't you have on your website? Like here's Michelle, she's the designer and the owner and this is her and this is your picture. And then do you have a thing for Steve? Mm -hmm. So like that's I mean that's it. Yeah, like you're basically like saying we describe like what our perfect yeah. day is. And then that's basically being like these are the two employees. Mm-hmm. I think that cuz I feel like in the context of like a more corporate website they'll do that same thing but they'll have like 25 yeah listings of people. And so I think that I think in general people would look at that and understand like okay, this is a two man operation. And yeah, maybe they'll, you know, and whatever you, you're allowed to have 14 more employees like behind the scenes that aren't on your website if you want to do sure and and like never tell anyone about <laughs> them <laughs> including me um okay and then we'll just sue you for fraud later <laughs> <laughs> when it comes out that you've been lying all this time 
you actually have like another apartment in your apartment <laughs> building and there's like eight <laughs> workers in there yeah. like soldering making away at all times. furiously making things nice. i and can't imagine how much more work i could get done if one other person was making jewelry right <laughs> but yeah. i don't think i can actually afford that so. yeah yeah if i'm paying them five dollars an hour great yeah the yeah that that's a whole nother conversation really yeah. i don't I don't know. I don't know what the answer is to the whole MLM dropship kind of. It's unfortunate that there's. I mean, I feel I mean like it this affects you and oh, for sure. show of hands. I mean, absolutely, it does. But I mean, it's the other thing. When did you start noticing them applying to your show? Like what? Just recently. Okay. Just like in the last year. Like I think the spring show last year okay. was the first time where I was like, where there was more. Like there's always been like one or two random things where I'm like, what is this? But like, that's one out of 200. And then I feel like the spring show last year, I felt like there was like 10 or 15 where I was like, what is going, and they all felt really similar. Like they felt similar to each other Okay. to the point where I'm like, did all of these people like do the same show and talk to each other did they all meet the same vendor from my sh that's already been in the show like it just felt really weird like where did these people i josh blames it on me upping my uh ad spend on mm. facebook which i think is legit because there's some trash on facebook yeah. like there's crazy shit on facebook um and it always makes me hesitant to like market the show more on there because I feel like it kind of bring like I don't know it brings weird people okay like it brings more but maybe not correct maybe okay. not the right people so like whenever I've done like a bigger ad push like to advertise that applications are open I felt like since I've done that there's been kind of a weird influx of like new categories of makers that I'm like did you do you know about the show? Did you look at the website? And then it's now become apparent to me that I need to have clearer parameters. Mm -hmm. Like I need to be, I need to be like, does it, you, it used it specifically to specifically say no MLMs. It does now okay. as of this last okay. show, it does as of the applications for the spring show, it does say that that's not allowed, but I think I need to be, I think before I was like, people will look, I've always just said generically, look at the vendor list from yeah, the past yeah. show and like get an idea of whether or not you fit in. And then I'm like, Oh, these people think they fit in. Like these people who are not making anything that they sell. If they think that that's acceptable. They may assume other people and are doing that. Absolutely. And they also are getting into other shows mm. that are kind of in the same realm as show of hands is. And so that's validating them. And it then turns on me because then I'm the bad guy that didn't let them into their show. I mean, there was one person this last show that actually like very angrily was like citing that they had gotten into these other shows. Oh, right. And it's like, I, I don't, that has nothing to do with me. Like my show is actually yeah. curated. <laughs> um. So it's harder. It is harder now, but it's also like if people want to be kind of like confused about what types of vendors we except that's exactly why we have an application fee because if you want to give me $25 to just be rejected every time that's on you that that's not my responsibility 
I'm now really excited <laughs> to do this recon <laughs> at a show that we're going to go to. Everyone soon. knows what show we're talking about. I'm not going to say no, it. No, we're not going to say it. Um, But I feel like, I don't I know, can we get away with like kind of casually asking like all the vendors sure like questions sure i do think that we need wigs though i've been saying uh, wigs <laughs> this whole time and no one will take me seriously how about, how about hats hats <laughs> how about a hat instead of a wig i don't think I a could hat do, is good enough i could do a hat because i have short hair i could do a hat Aww. i love that we have to be incognito it's hilarious or what we do instead is we get a couple other people to come with us that no one has any relation to, and we make them go around and ask people things. Oh, but I want to be <laughs> there. Wanna, no, we'll be there. We just won't interact with people. I want to be <laughs> there with the questioning. All right. Well, then, wigs it is. <laughs> or or uh, temporary hair dye. Yeah, I don't... Yeah. What if we all just I'm wore like logo, like logo T-shirts, like sports T-shirts, and like uh, oh. straight leg jeans and Nikes, like, like a baseball hat? Like we just looked completely not like we've ever looked okay. before. <laughs> we all just wear like college branded sweatshirts, um, <laughs> and baseball hats. Then we'd have to buy all new. We would clothes. have to get yeah. We'd have to get rid of all what of our like fashionable fake accessories. <laughs> Wait, what if we all <laughs> borrow a baby? You <laughs> 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 the fake ones. We'll just I think all they borrow make them so Ooh, that they like Yeah, we'll just call. get like a swat, like one of those wrap around things and it just has like a fake baby in no it. No one will ever know. No who one will we are. ever know who we are. They'll be like, "Well, that looks like her, but she doesn't have a baby. They actually don't like babies." Hmm. Can't be them. Must be just random other people asking us all kinds of questions about drop shipping. All right. We got it. <laughs> it's going to make me. I feel like it's going to. I feel like I'm going to have a hard time. My concern is not like being recognized or anything. My concern is that. If People listening are like, if you two show up together, they're yeah, obviously going to know I mean, who you obviously. are. Well, and so the problem is, is that currently we're talking about it being you, me, Sarah and Julie. And like, I don't think I can have. I don't think I can be with the three of you in a <laughs> contained space like and not be like crying, laughing and like being really <laughs> like we're going to have I feel like we're going to have to go in, break up. Yeah. Like we're going to have to yeah. divide and conquer yeah. and then be like meet back here at like in an, in two hours. I think we're gonna need to take like a sedative beforehand. And th right. <laughs> I think we're all gonna have to do like CBD <laughs> capsules, yeah. and then we would have to meet back and then go somewhere else. Sure. To yes. like and have notes. Well, <laughs> yeah. I I really don't want it getting around. We could um, also all pretend to we're be bloggers. Mm. <laughs> I could make us all business cards. I mean, theoretically, we all have the capability of putting a blog on our website. Done. So. <laughs> yeah, I think we just have to go in and just, like, be as incognito as possible. It's going to be real hard. But I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> I'm thinking about my outfit. The problem, the other issue that might come about is that there are, I think I counted five vendors yeah, in yeah, the show yeah, that know that me. That do know you. For sure. 
that will just, I mean, even if I'm in a disguise, will know me. <laughs> so we might I just don't. So we might be in trouble. The organizer to like be like any attention drawn to. Right. Yeah. I think we can do it without. I think we might need this drawn. book that I keep glancing at over here. Practical problem solver. Maybe the answer uh, to our one thousand and one solutions to everyday problems. It says ingenious solutions. Let's look says. up. Let's look up. Uh, wearing disguises to a craft show. <laughs> it's it's got to be mean, in there. It's a thousand, a thousand and one. one. It should totally be in there. We'll have to take a picture of that and put yeah. it on Instagram <laughs> for later. <laughs> I don't know. I like. I don't know. Part of me feels like. Are we going to talk about it on the podcast? Yeah, absolutely. We have to. Okay. I think we also have to go into it like with a, we have to try as hard as we can to go into it with as open mind as possible. Like we can't be looking. <laughs> <laughs> we can't be looking for I like. I know, I know, I know, I know. Even though we know what we know. Okay. We have to try and yes. it, it will probably well, fail because we want and then we'll go have a drinking lunch. We afterwards. want all of the small businesses participating to have a successful weekend for sure. So let's focus on that. I mean, I can't imagine I would go and like not buy stuff. I thought about that. I was looking through the vendor list like, thinking for like, sure what do I buy want? things. Yeah. So there's that. I mean, that's the thing is like, even if, like even if some awesome vendors like were at like a Trump rally I was forced to go to, I'd be like, cool, let's make the best of this. I'm going to buy, I'm going to support at least the good parts of this. Is that a good analogy? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, that's a really, it's a very strong analogy. Analogy. Um, well, yeah, I'm talking about the alternate universe where I was forced to go to a Trump rally. There, there may be a version of you that wanted to go to a Trump rally. Ooh. Oh, gross. That's in a terrible another version of me. dimension. Oh, now we're getting into OA. There might be an Emily if who has the red hat. Michelle and I want to have, we're, we would we would like to now break for our sponsorship of the Netflix program, The OA. If you have not watched The OA, what is wrong with you? But also, if you don't like really deep like sci-fi mystery what else it's every genre it's so good it's if you don't like that kind of thing then like you're not gonna like it but if you do like it you must watch it and watch it like over and over again for many years now i've always assumed that orphan black would be the best tv show i've ever yes. seen and now you feel the differently second season oh my god now, i know and I like was, they've been trumped. Well, so I was worried that the second season, because sometimes when a show is really good the first season and then they have a second season, it like tanks or it's I, not as good. I had 100% faith in this, this in one, every season the because second they have season five so seasons good. planned. <gasps> they do. They are, they wrote the whole story. It's like the I'm whole. Cry. I want to go home and watch it again right now. I I'm in the middle of rewatching it. I gotta I've start. Watched the first I gotta start episode it over. at least five times. I rewatched it earlier this year. So after I rewatch re the second season, now I'm gonna go back to the first season and, and go start all the, the way whole through. Way through. Again. Oh, I should do that. That's what I actually I should do. had this theory that if you listen to the, f like, do the first season without watching it, just listening to it, yeah, that you might 
like figure I feel shit like out. There might be some discrepancies between what you're hearing and what you're seeing. Ooh. Because now like, you're getting weird. There's that whole like theme of <laughs> storytelling. Mm-hmm. Um, because she couldn't see for like right. a good chunk of it, right. and I'm wondering if at don't give away any spoilers though. Be careful what you say. Yeah. Um. <laughs> all right. It'll stop. <laughs> Anyhow, because we've I've seen like the whole thing, but some people haven't, and I would hate. The, like, I would be so mad if somebody ruined it for me. So, like, I've watched a lot of TV shows where the writers will admit that they change their minds about something. Oh, for sure. And I'm like, oh, thanks for ruining the magic. I yeah. thought you knew what you were doing. Yeah. But these two, um, have said from the very beginning that the entire story is figured it's out. Done, yeah. Five seasons is what they pitched to Netflix. Oh and it is all figured out. So when does the next one come out? I mean, it'll probably <laughs> take as long. Yeah, it'll be another year. And I've seen comments where people are like, don't make us wait another two years. It's like, shut up. It's only good because it took that long. Yeah. Do you want them to rush it? No. I, I will wait. I, get, I will wait for I'm like anything I'm secretly annoyed that like they put the whole thing on there at once because then I just watch the whole thing in like a day and then I'm sad that it's over. Oh, no. I'll rewatch it like over and over yeah, and over I'm again. Yeah, I'm just going to rewatch it. Like, it's, it's like when you uh, read a really good book and there's just layers and layers of symbolism. Yeah, and you just want to see it again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I rewatched the first season before the second season came out, and it was like a totally different experience to watch it again. Mm-hmm. <sighs> this is a good tangent. So fucking good. This episode has been brought to you by the OA. Yeah, I have no problems with it. Thanks. There's some people that have written no, reviews. No, like, I don't eh, read. I'm not reading other people's reviews. I read reviews. No. Cause it's so, it's because so good. Because I actually have like a different, we'll talk about this I'm sure after, <laughs> um, different feelings about how the season ended and what that meant. Yes. Um, but. Yeah. I kind of like, I kind of don't like to read other people's like interpretations of things. I was just curious to see. I like to just be what like people. I mean, sometimes I do, but with this show in particular, I'm kind of like, this is great. And it, and I liked it and I'm done. It had um, some interstellar vibes. Yes. Which was fantastic. I should watch that again. Um, I don't remember what we were talking about before this. It doesn't now matter. All I I'm think we're good. Now all I'm thinking <laughs> about is the OA. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's probably a good... We're just going to yeah, end it on yeah, that. Yeah, I think Did you guys good. like that little ending there about TV? Great. We haven't talked about TV. I know, in a long so time. it's fine. They they've been waiting for it. Should we do a tiny rant? Sure. I don't know how that's gonna work out. I got feelings about shit. We'll figure it out. All right. If you want to hear tiny rants, there's like 20 of them on there now. You should go to the Patreon page. Um, Patreon. I don't know. Just search Pancake Town. Go to Patreon and search. I don't remember. I can't think of it right now. Um, but it's on there. And there's a link to it in our on our Instagram. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and we will be back next week for sure. For sure. It's already planned and scheduled. Because we and get we have our a shit guest. together. We like having guests. We should just keep this momentum of having regular guests continue. Yeah. I like no, it. No, I know we should. It's just like um It's just like scheduling. I was I went through a phase, like a two month phase. <laughs> 
where I was having a really hard time doing email. <laughs> like I just <laughs> couldn't get myself to respond to things or to start a conversation. Yeah, to be on top of because stuff. like starting a conversation meant continuing a conversation, <laughs> and I couldn't even handle the ones that I hadn't responded. You should just to. send people emails. That's like this is the one and only email I'm going to send you. Do not respond to me. I will not respond to you again. <laughs> Normally, like I. Email doesn't bother me. I can rattle yeah. off her response Push it in through. like a minute yeah. without thinking about it. And I'd let them pile up. And it yeah, and then like it becomes... It, didn't, it wasn't it, yeah, good. Yeah, it takes I a life of its own. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I get that sometimes, like, leading up to a show where I'm just like, oh, my God, if one more person emails me, <laughs> I'm going to throw my computer in the garbage. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it feels good to get... It to get caught up on it though because then mm -hmm. you feel like there's nothing like looming or waiting or i had a lot of things up in the air for a while but i think we're i'm almost caught up with yeah. shit i mean like not shit that i need to make <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of bonkers right now you should just spend more of your time i don't know what happened last thursday just spend more of your time buying shit online and having <laughs> it drop shipped to people you're wasting your time <gasps> i just need to um like somehow create a surplus of inventory yeah best of luck with that yeah just order it on alibaba right right i mean that's what i'm gonna do later <laughs> order some green cards. i just ordered something now we're, we're just been ordering inventory while we've been doing this podcast and then I got 17 orders, and I'm never going to touch them. They've already been shipped from a distribution center in New Jersey. And I, money's in my bank account Make already. That money. That's right. Feels great. I'm going to drop ship show of hands. Is that a thing? We're going to start recording this at Starbucks now, actually. Fuck yeah. Get me a, a new venti sponsor of the show. latte that tastes like dirt. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> There's like no words for me to explain how much I dislike Starbucks. I almost went the other day because I do still have tons of gift card money. Um, but yeah, that's it gross. was after we had voted. Yeah. And we were chatting with the ladies working there about the 2020 election. Oh and God. they had mentioned how the CEO of Starbucks has oh, thrown his yeah. hat in the ring. I'm like, Absolutely. you know what? Nope. I'm not going to Starbucks today. Mm. But I do need to spend that money somehow. Just give it to some homeless people. Yeah, but the money's already been spent. I'm saying just like give it to like I would just give those cards to other people. I mostly just use them at the airport. Yeah, I guess when you're in a situation where like that's the only thing. It's still not fine, but it's fine. We should stop talking. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Okay, that's it. Pancake Town. We love you all. Stop drop shipping things. Stop dropping. Stop dropping. Drop and drop Stop ship. dropping and shipping. That didn't work out <laughs> no. the way you wanted it to. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. bye.